The United States of America, 2,399. Great Britain, 780. Russia, 1,405. Australia, 468. These are countries bursting with Olympic success. This show is not about those countries or the athletes that represent them. This is about the other guys. The guys that have not won a medal. Not won. Not even close. These are the countries we are going to be following, as well as the athletes that represent them and their stories. This is Medallica, Minnows versus the World. Good morning, Rio, and welcome to episode 13 of Medallica, Colin Minnows versus the World. Rig, where are you? What's happened? I uh, do some flaws in the in the documentation. I, I don't know what's happened. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm heading back to Rio. I'm being deported there, which is weird because I'm not a naturalized citizen. I'm being escorted by some armed guards, but they just might as well be thieves. Well, I mean, that wouldn't be even close to the weirdest thing that's happened this Rio Olympics, so uh, <laughs> we'll just monitor that. Well, we'll monitor something. It's yeah, mostly your pulse as you touch back into Rio. Uh, all righty, so uh, we're going to dive straight into uh, the segment that we like to call Surveillance on Sadibi. And funnily enough, uh, the name of this segment uh, now has no more bearing on the actual segment. So, so redundant. Yeah, uh, Rashid Sadibi uh, is either tearing it up on Tinder in the Olympic Village or is, uh, is headed back to Burkina Faso. <laughs> but one thing he is not doing is winning a medal at the Rio 2016 <laughs> Olympics. He is out. He's gone. Yep, and if I, if I saw him, I'd try to shake him down for that 10 bucks that he owes us. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, 20, really. We got him involved in both bets. Uh, so true. so uh, we've, we've got to really, really sort of uh, get him to pay up for that. But uh, more importantly... Kim Collins, he yeah he ran he ran his heat and boy uh, has he delivered in semi spades like like trowel levels I would yeah. say yeah he uh, he just he was he was given no f's uh, like literally I I stayed up uh, to watch the heats uh, before I was pushed onto this plane and uh, I. What what I'd seen was that he 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 ran a very casual heat. He, he came fourth in his heat actually, uh, which is almost extremely casual uh, to the point of stupidity. Uh, and he but he has qualified nineteenth fastest, uh, so he moves on to the semifinals. <laughs> He's qualified nineteenth fastest for the semis, and the semis contain yep. uh, ten athletes per race. So he has made it by by one place. <laughs> There's, yep. there's, there's no, there's no more badass message that you can send as a sprinter than qualifying by an absolute microsecond and uh, <laughs> and just going. You know what? Uh, I'll, I'll, win, I'll win this anytime, anywhere, any lane. I mean, <laughs> the, the the great, the great thing about his heat is he uh, stayed true to his promise. He said that he'll only, he'll come at worst fourth, and he came fourth <laughs> in his heat. So he. Uh, he, he's delivering. 
Yeah, well, uh, to to this moment, we've seen nothing to suggest uh, that he will break his promise uh, after finishing, as you said, at worst fourth. Um, and uh, and yes, he will he will cruise through to uh, to the semifinals. He's in semifinal two, uh, which yep. he, uh, which will have run by the time you uh, you hear this, based on time difference slash we require sleep. Uh, yep. How, <laughs> however, uh, check it out. Pump uh, Kim Collins into your Google and uh, and find out uh, find out how he's gone in his semi because wow has he been tearing it up uh, with trash talk uh, and and there are some hungry hundred meter uh, preliminary runners from uh, from smaller nations as we saw yesterday. Oh, definitely. That uh, when when we were doing our live tweeting, that was just that was just something else. Countries that I hadn't even dreamed of. Uh, for 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 donut spotlight or hadn't even heard of, it was just amazing to see people uh, from Palau and uh, from Antigua and Barbuda and the Federation of Micronesia. It was just it was fantastic. It was it was minnow overload almost. Yeah, uh, I like that they are that they basically have bowed to popular uh, popular pressure um, and have created preliminary heats that are just for minnows. Uh, which uh, which are what we're dubbing so uh, uh, the uh, the minnow medals or uh, or slash minnow melee minnow melee, um, and uh, and yeah, Palau, wow, Tell Tool <laughs> from Palau just tore a hole in the national record, which, as we mentioned at the time via Twitter, had been set by a seventy five year old man who. <laughs> <laughs> who who had actually had an aneurysm mid race, and so it was set at seven hundred and sixty five years. However, <laughs> however, it does not matter that he's the first Palauian, Peluvian uh, to yep. finish a hundred meter a hundred meter race at the Olympics. Uh, he's still the record holder, and he dominated his heat. He really, really flogged on uh, on everybody from Gabon, Micronesia, uh, and, and Guinea-Bissau. And, oh my God, uh, we we loved everything that we saw in uh, in the hundred meter prelims before uh, the coverage cut away to the triple jump, which we have decided is the single worst event ever created at the Olympics. Yep, uh, we, we we tried to campaign to uh, to the International Olympic Committee that it just be renamed to Giant Steps, uh, <laughs> mainly because we uh, we we don't think we know the difference, and I'm pretty sure they don't know the difference either. So, yeah, it's a it's a slight hat tip to the uh, uh, to the uh, popular 1960s uh, jazz standard by uh, John Coltrane. Uh, however, we'll we'll also be taking it on the uh, literal basis. Uh, that it is, it is many giant steps uh, that are uh, parading as uh, some kind of triple jump. Uh, anyway, anyway, so uh, so Kim Collins uh, is is going to be running the semis. Uh, yeah, Giannis Kinder. We've uh, we've got a couple more uh, suggestions as to uh, as to where where Giannis should uh, repatriate um, mm-hmm. uh, post post Olympics uh, because as we've discussed. Luxembourg, Saxenberg, uh, they yep. th- they don't deserve him, uh, nor shall they receive him. Uh, no, not at all. So, uh, so one one that we both loved uh, was uh, the suggestion of the Maldives. Um, yep. Uh, Rig, uh, what's the rationale behind this? 
I think the rationale, uh, more than likely, I mean, I, I first heard of the Maldives. Uh, people tell me it has beautiful scenery, but uh, I know of it uh, mainly because it was impacted by the 2004 tsunami and Jet Li, the uh, Asian action star, broke a leg uh, during that tsunami. Mm. So that, that that is why I know about this country. But uh, w- what beautiful. we had thought about it and, and what and what we had thought about uh, after we, we recognised the Maldives as a, as a possible, new, po- uh, possible new home for, for Giannis uh, was that it actually could be invaded by just the three of us. Uh, they, yeah. they seem like they seem like really nice people, which I assume will be to their detriment when we we come in there with uh, a couple of uh, knuckle dusters and a bat. So I'm pretty sure everyone's going to start kneeling down. And uh, yeah, welcome to the new Metallica. Well, uh, history is littered with nice guys, uh, isn't it? And uh, and the Maldives may just be the uh, the latest uh, footnote. Uh, in in mm-hmm. in history, when it when it comes to uh to us annexing uh, just one of the of the twelve to fifteen hundred islands that make up the uh, archipelago that is uh, the the Maldives, we, we just need one. Yeah. We just need one uh, that it we d- can. Doesn't it doesn't even need to be that big. Yeah, and, it doesn't and, even need to be that big. And also, I mean, they're aware that uh, the global warming. Is uh, is causing the sea level to rise, thus uh, their entire nation will be underwater, oh, yeah. Atlantis style, within the next fifty years. So we can mm-hmm. pretty much waltz in to any of the islands uh, without much, much uh, uh, retribution at Resistance. all. Resistance, yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. and live live there with Giannis for a, a solid forty nine years. Until... We'll be the three best friends that anyone could have. Yeah, a- absolutely. We'll be a, a three-man wolf pack, if you will. Uh, alrighty. So, uh, so apart from that, we just have to give a big, big shout out uh, to the nation of Puerto Rico. You guys, yeah. you guys have nailed it because, as far as minnows go, winning your first gold medal is amazing. We've we've discussed yeah. this. Vietnam, first gold medal this yep. Olympics. You guys are great. Singapore, first gold yep. medal. But Puerto Rico yep. is by far the best of the uh of the golden ducks. Uh because wow. If you're going to get off the mark as far as gold medals go, then make it oh. in something like the women's singles tennis. Because Dang. because wow, Monica Puig uh, got up over uh, Angelica Kerber from Germany, who is legitimately good at tennis. Like, is super is good. Se- second in the world. She's the second. Yep, she's the num- second n- n- best two in the world. Yeah. Second best tennis player on the planet, and uh, mm. and Monica has just come in, just waltzed through her front door, and said, "You know what? I'll be taking that." And pointed to the gold medal that uh, Kerber had started drilling into her fucking wall once she realised that she was playing a an unseeded chick from Puerto Rico in the final. Um, yep. Yeah, and and it's just has just really really fucked her shit up. It was really. Do you know what? It was actually. It was really quite convincing because uh, after after she kind of dropped it, she won the first. She dropped the second, but then she really force fed Kerber that schnitzel in that in that third. That she she really demolished her. It was it was six one six one. Uh, that that is ridiculous. That is a mental disintegration. Uh, Kerber will be really trying to uh, come back from this, uh, and I don't see any possible situation 
in which she doesn't hear uh, the uh, uh, the songs of West Side Story uh, when she closes mm. her eyes. Uh, the uh, the anthems of Puerto Rico, uh, if, yeah. if you will, those six eight claves of uh, of uh, of of America, <laughs> just just <laughs> ringing ringing through her ears. Uh, but yes, she'll 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 she'll, she'll want revenge, uh, Kerber. But the only thing is, chances are uh, seeing her uh, on the actual tour itself once they resume uh, are very slim. Because I assume Monica <laughs> Puig is like 578th in the world. Yeah, you you don't after you win a uh, Bradbury esque uh, gold medal, and this isn't to diminish uh, the medals of any of our uh, of our golden minnows. Uh, but no, if, if, if you win an Olympic gold and uh, you were ranked in the high hundreds, uh, just you quit. Just don't don't play any more sport. Uh, <laughs> at least not professional sport. Like enjoy owning a tennis court, <laughs> but but quit. It, it, just don't do it anymore. There's, it's not going to get better. It's it, it's not yeah. like it, it can actually get way worse. And uh, and oh, yeah. and even for world number ones, like Djokovic got beaten by an Argentinian who had been trapped inside a lift, and he was pretty sure that he was going to win. <laughs> yep, yep. It could uh, happen to anybody. It, it could happen to anybody, and that brings us to the the favorite the favorite part of the show for basically every single person that listens to this, apart from my parents who are really really into the craft Olympics segment, which is. <laughs> Olympics now. And yes, uh, we have we have a heap, a heap of Apocalympics now news, uh, and we're going to start mm. off with uh, a continuation of the uh, we have two taps and no showerhead uh, uh, dilemma that we discussed the other day. What have we got, Rick? So as we saw the other day, there there are a bunch of rooms uh, within the Olympic Village which are just. Harrowing to say the least. Uh, so, I mean, look, some of the countries, uh, some of the people representing the countries, walking in and going, "Hey, you know, not bad." But overwhelmingly, uh, a lot of people are walking into these unfinished places, going, "Wow, this is shit." Uh, and Understandably, so, yeah. But so they're walking in, and, and you know, the Jamaicans were staying in a place where there was tarp over the toilet, a ladder in the shower, and then we we, we posted a thing the other day uh, in one of the rooms. There were there were just two taps and no shower head. No one knew where the water was going. We had no idea. Uh, someone in the American camp, however, found out uh, what a deal was. They had, uh, I think, the reverse problem. They had a uh, a shower head with no taps. Uh, <laughs> it's so it it, it like match made in heaven. The, the old the old plumber switcheroo, <laughs> and uh, and so he he uh, he put up on Instagram this video uh, with his teammate. He says, "Oh." What are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going to turn on the shower. He says, oh, yeah, how are you going to do that? And he goes, by doing this. And turns on the tap at the sink. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and at that point, uh, the shower immediately starts pumping out water. <laughs> oh, that is the best, worst thing that's ever happened. Uh, I mean, the, the, the great part about that is that it really does drum home uh, that the Plumbers and handymen at the Rio Olympics have been uh, flying by the seat of their pants and just going, let's, yeah. uh, okay, uh, I don't know, C- connect those up, see what happens. Um, yeah. it, it, it's, <laughs> there's no uh, regimented order 
uh, to how these apartments have been put together. So, you know what? The fact that there's even water connected to that mm. apartment is a miracle, but it's also yep. the worst thing that could happen. The only people in the Olympic Village that are not horribly ill are the two people staying in the apartment that don't have a shower head. Everybody else, <laughs> everybody else is suffering from a an al- alphabet of diseases. <laughs> <laughs> just a laundry list. Yeah, yeah, they just could not be more sick. Uh, oh man, I just I can't deal with these plumbers though. Uh I, I feel like I feel like with most of the uh most of the quote unquote professionals in these Rio Olympics they've just uh downloaded credentials uh off the internet. Uh, and kind of done it in an editable PDF uh, <laughs> as they walked in looking professional with their stubbies and thongs on, and uh, it's it, it's quite it's quite weird. I, I feel like it's it, that they're actually taking the Mickey out of everybody else just to get a paycheck, uh, which is kind of admirable yet completely sad at the same time. It kind of evokes. Uh, you know, thoughts of that old kind of sketch that you would see where, you know, there's a doctor giving a prostate exam to a patient and it's just like, well, you're uh, you're being a bit forceful there, doctor. And the guy kind of takes the glove off and he goes, oh, I'm not a doctor. So I, uh, <laughs> in, 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 in the same way, I assume uh, that these guys are not plumbers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're 100% not plumbers. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, all righty. So, uh, speaking of uh, of trades uh, that should possibly uh, be uh, audited for skill level and uh, possible accreditation, uh, the platform mm-hmm. for the open water swimming not yeah. not constructed well. No, no. So, uh, as as far as I understand it, uh, th- there was a large uh, concrete uh, structure that was uh, that was constructed for the for the open water swimming uh and and again i mean these guys uh i mean we think kim collins is badass but uh whoever is going into the open water swimming is surely going to die i have uh i i have no idea why it's still going ahead but hey look they really want that medal uh and only three of them statistically are going to get it and statistically 100 percent of them are going to get some weird strain of uh super aids so it's, uh, it's, I mean, you know, that if, if I actually like the odds for the virus better and I wish uh, that there was a sports bet market for it. But they've, they've constructed this large uh, concrete uh, structure from, from where, the, uh, where all of the uh, competitors will, uh, will kind of congregate and, uh, and I think they, they'll kind of be jumping in and starting off their race there. Uh, it's just been, it's been destroyed. Uh, well, not destroyed, but it's been pulled in by... Uh, by a high tide uh and it's just kind of rolled over onto its side and it's being swept out to sea and no one kind of knows what the go is I, uh, I, I, no one's ta- I, no one's taking any responsibility they're just like well you know stuff happens uh and it's two days away and so the the people <laughs> who are doing the open water swimming uh have to train uh in an olympic pool so i assume it's green and uh probably just as virusy as the open water I'd like to make the point that in order for a uh, large concrete platform to be swept out to sea, something has gone horribly wrong. Like it, it, it is. I think it might. I think it might just be styrofoam with like concrete yeah. spray paint. Like, like it's it's a theatre prop that they've they've gone. <laughs> all right, 
We are running out of time significantly to prepare for these games. Uh, what do we have at our disposal? A dick load of foam. All right, let's let's get some paint. Let's paint that. Uh, and then let's create a story whereby it was swept out to sea. No one will not. No, we will know. It's concrete. Concrete doesn't get swept out to sea, you fucks. It is, yeah, yeah. It, it is, it is many tons. It does not okay, get swept okay. out to sea. Okay, it is at this point that I feel like I need to confess. Maybe swept out to sea was a bit liberal with my language. But- All right. Well, I apologize to the people of Rio and the organizers of the Rio 2016 <laughs> Olympic Games. Uh, please cease and desist with your uh, your legal action and direct <laughs> all possible writs to uh, uh, to Paul Oscar, uh, care, of, <laughs> care of Stanmore. <laughs> New South Wales. Care of, care of uh, errant shipping container. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so uh, that leads us into the the third and final point of Apocalypse now, which is uh, the synchronized swimming. Uh, w- yeah. Wow. Uh, for a sport that is uh, that is very very poorly patronized and not watched by anybody, were they pissed about the oh, nuclear yeah. water? They were just super, super angry, uh, and uh, and 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 rightly so. But uh, that basically, what you need to do, uh, rather than look like uh, an absolute stunned mullet, if you've seen any of the photos that are going around on social media, uh, you, you should be able to kind of see your partners in order to, as the sports name suggests, synchronize uh, with your partner, which is completely impossible to do uh, in this murky algae infested pond that they call the diving pool uh so that's coming up uh well it's meant to be uh it's meant to be all of them meant to be competing tomorrow uh or today by the time you guys listen to this uh so they decided they've come up with a solution they said look fine it it sounds really it sounds like really weird like they're doing it so reluctantly they're just like hey we can't see our, our partners in the water and then the organizers are like Fine. I guess what we'll do. <laughs> I guess what we'll do is we'll pump out the green shit water, and then we'll pump in water from the water polo pool, which is the only one not to have been screwed up, and we'll just put it in there. Which just sounds like the most hack solution I've ever heard. Well, n- not only that, but uh, a spokesman for Rio 2016. Uh, has said, "quote the radical measure uh, measure uh, end quote was necessary." <laughs> uh, open quote. Of course, it is an embarrassment because we are hosting the Olympic Games. End quote. <laughs> no, no shit. Been- <laughs> like it, that. That has been the quote that we've been looking for the entire time. However, you guys have been avoiding it. Yes, the entire thing is an embarrassment. And yes, you are hosting the Olympic Games. He goes on to say, "Open quote. It should be light blue and transparent." We really could have done better in fixing it quickly. We learned a painful lesson the hard way. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I feel like this is the same guy who, like, when a whole bunch of stuff was snowballing, just said, well, you know what? It <laughs> I feel it, like it must be the same dude. It's just, it's just the one guy. Like, they've gone, all right, well, we're going to have to hire a spin doctor to uh, take care of all of the bullshit that we've created in the lead-up to the Olympics. <laughs> uh, let's hire this guy, Mario Andrada. You know what, Mario? You've done a <laughs> shitty job, mate. 
you have you have dead you have dead set fucked this up because we're in Australia running a hacky podcast and we are quoting you for poor poor PR. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you know who the real loser is? Uh, Maria Lenk, who the Aquatic Centre in Rio is named after. Maria, for you, I don't know what you did in Rio to deserve having this absolute shit stain of a venue named after you, but uh, you, you need to be asking for legal representation to have your name removed because, A, it is, uh, it is not being managed properly, B, no other aquatic centre in Olympic history has no roof, has no roof on it. It's, it why, why, would, why would it be open to the, to the, uh, to the conditions <laughs> of the universe? Like, it is an Olympic quality aquatic centre, and it has just been going, yeah, well, you know what? Uh, if, if it rains, uh, then I guess that's, gonna, that's fine. It's like, what happens if it... If it hails during the the swimming or the diving or anything or anything happens um, at all, anyway, the pools are green. That's that's basically the most compelling argument we have. Uh, so we that is that is the end of Apocalympics. Now, as you can tell, we're very fired up because we're very passionate about synchronized swimming. <laughs> Uh, so that pushes us forward to uh, to Craft Olympics and our focus uh, this week. If you listen to the last episode, uh, you would notice that we did have a brief conversation about whether Craft Olympics was still being uh, still being mentioned, and it is. Mm-hmm. It is still a mm-hmm. thing, uh, and we're talking about painting. Yes, we are. We are discussing. We're going. We're going further back into the actual arts. So, uh, so painting. Uh, now, I've got a. I've got a problem here because. Upon okay. looking at uh, at painting, yeah, there's a couple of examples of uh, situations where only a gold medal is handed out, or only a bronze, etc. Yeah, they're they're just sort of that, that's yesterday's news because uh, we've already discussed how uh, Stravinsky came in and just dicked on all of the musicians who ever applied and yep. and, and didn't hand yep. out any medals, so everything else pales in insignificance. However, yeah. the most successful Olympic artist. And I mean this as in Olympic craft elite across the enti- <laughs> the entire craft Olympics history is Jean Jacobi. He won in nineteen twenty four with Etude de Sport, and in nineteen twenty eight with the aptly named Rugby. You know where you yeah. know where he's from, Rig. Luxembourg. He's from Luxembourg. He was from no! freaking Luxembourg. He won. No! He won two gold medals, nineteen twenty four and nineteen twenty eight, from the uh, the s- small nation of Luxembourg, the thievy oh, nation of Luxembourg. Yeah. And I've never been happier that a nation got stripped of medals than I am right now. Yeah, Luxembourg. Yeah. Hashtag Luxembourg. Luxembourg. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Jacobi family uh, should hear this and hear it very clearly. Uh, we don't respect your uh, uh, your ancestors' uh, gold medals in 1924 and 1928, and, and and we're throwing down. We would like to see you in 2018 at Montreal. If you want to bring your A game, we also will paint. My mother is an artist, and I look forward to seeing what you. Fox can produce. <laughs> <laughs> Craft Olympics throwdown. 
Yes. Yes. The best kind of throwdown. The best kind of throwdown. All right. And uh, that brings us to uh, Donut Spotlight. What do you got, Rig? Tonight's Donut Spotlight, or today's uh, Donut Spotlight, I should say, uh, is on the tiny Asian nation of Bhutan. Oh, the best. So Bhutan is an actual, uh, it's a small Asian country. Uh, it's very mountainous, uh, and it's just weird. Uh, and and so what it has uh, what it has going for it is they don't actually uh, believe in kind of Western values uh, in terms of uh, economic prosperity. So instead of having a, a GDP measure, they've got something called gross national happiness. Uh, what? That, that, that they that, yep that they think is just totally swell. Uh, they are a, a, a Buddhist uh, Buddhist kingdom. Uh, the guy who the, the the king of the kingdom in question is actually referred to as, and I'm not making any of this up, the Dragon King, uh, and and it's just it's it's bizarre. And 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 just to cap off how weird uh, Bhutan is, one only needs to have a look at their Olympic track record. Now, if you're thinking of of countries in the world uh, that have sports that they pride themselves. Uh, on and and ones that they uh, include or, or define as their national sport, that uh, they are usually sports that are that are that are um, that are known throughout the world. You'll have Brazil, obviously, uh, with football, uh, and then when it gets a bit more into their niche, so a lot of South Asian uh, countries will will prefer badminton uh, or, or even table tennis. Bhutan's national sport is archery. Are, now, they, are, archery, are they good at archery, though? Well, they've been uh, only represented at the Olympics uh, since 1984 in Los Angeles, and it was only until uh, 2008 in Beijing ev- uh, that they sent a, an athlete that wasn't an archer. Every <laughs> They were only represented by archers for 24 years. Which didn't go uh, well. And and just the the thing that just gets me about you know this little nation where archery is just the bee's knees is that they're just awful at it. <laughs> they 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 they're just they're just really bad. Like they they've come to the Olympics uh, and they just have not done well. Uh, a fun fact, I guess, about the current uh, Bhutan team is uh, <laughs> one of the archers is simply simply named. Karma, nothing else, <laughs> just one name. And I bet she's got really sassy comebacks, like Karma's a bitch when she beats people. The only thing is that she doesn't beat people. Yeah, she's so, never been able to use that. No, she's never been able to use it. Uh, she is. Uh, I, I think she's already competed so far, and she came like fortieth. Uh, so it's time for Bhutan uh, to have the donut spotlight today. <laughs> uh, and then tomorrow just fade out into relative obscurity. Um, so, so who is competing uh, for Bhutan in uh, in this Olympics? So in this Olympics, we have Karma. Good, good. It's it's good to see that she's still yep. around. <laughs> that is it. No, it's not it. Uh, it's it, it, there's Karma. There's there's and then there's a couple of other people, uh, also archers and one shooter. Uh, and so they've, they, they've all competed. Uh, they've all done not good. Uh, so that is about as far as Bhutan is getting in Rio. 
uh, until we see them in Tokyo in 2020. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm having a quick look at their uh, at their results, and uh, and it looks like in the shooting, uh, Lenshu Kunzang came 45th, and in the archery, uh, Karma uh, came 60th. Uh, yep. I see. This is the thing. I never know with scoring what it's out of, but uh, but Karma scored 588, and I would imagine that uh, that archery was out of 10, which should suggest that we. <laughs> That she's literally dominated that, uh, <laughs> just really romped at home. But uh, but yeah, came sixtieth. So apparently, uh, five hundred and eighty-eight out of ten is just not enough to win an Olympic nope. medal. Not it. Not even nope. get close to an Olympic medal. So uh, it's, it's not. A, it's not even enough to get people talking about Bhutan. No. So I mean, that's, no, people that's, are not that, talking. They are well. Mm. They may be after this because apparently we have the ability to go viral, but literally only in Fiji. To our uh, to our Fijian <laughs> listeners, uh, thank you for getting around us again uh, on our yeah. on our on our last post. Uh, we seem to have picked up two thousand likes in uh, just overnight on on a post, and uh, and we we enjoy everything that you're about. Uh, congratulations on your gold medal again, Bula Fiji. Uh, <laughs> please, please don't leave us. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, just to give you an idea of what's uh, what's going to be happening in the next couple of days, uh, I have decided that uh, that it is time for me uh, to uh, to head over to uh, to Rio. Uh, we've we've sent mm-hmm. sent Rig over. He's had to come back for work, um, and so I'm going to head over and take his place. Uh, going to be talking to Stephen Lambden. Uh, uh, hopefully uh, catching up with Kim Collins in person uh, and uh, and in in general uh, stay tuned for what I'm sure is going to be a really really consistently great podcast uh, definitely <laughs> definitely not uh, weird because of the crazy time difference and uh, and and probability that I'll be recording at 4 a.m. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's all we have time for. It is. It is all we have time for. Thanks so much for listening to us, guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you or we'll, you'll hear us uh, when you do. Hashtag Fiji. <laughs> see you guys.